بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا فانه حق من يهدي الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا ونصلي ونسلم ونبارك على محمد الخاتم النبي الامين وعلى اله واصحابه ومن اتبعه باحسان الى يوم الدين Last night I was preparing my khutbah and after I was finished putting together what I would talk about just the essential role of love the secret of all creation this is what I plan to talk about came the news of the attack that by now all of you are aware of in New Zealand the ugliness of what unfolded cannot be missed a man that plays the music of the british grenadiers with clear military and triumphalist overtones invoking the classic themes of a crusade against muslims seeing muslims as an invaders to an imagined purity an imagined cultural and ethnic and religious purity a man who sees himself as engaged in a righteous defensive war streams to the world an act of unmitigated slaughter and brutality what unfolded is horrific no doubt some of us might even know people who were involved but the truth of the matter brothers and sisters is that this horror has been unfolding at least since the bosnian genocide with an endless drumbeat of islamophobia that is funded organized and persistent islamophobia has taught the public has taught every policymaker every every media person every educator every law enforcement that muslims are different that 
our armed forces are consistently engaged in Muslim lands and no day passes without Muslim casualties somewhere around the world. Islamophobia has taught everyone that we, we Muslims, do not embrace a religion, but rather embrace an ideology. Islamophobia has taught everyone that we Muslims believe in supremacy over human beings. It has taught everyone that we Muslims love to hate rather than love to love. That we Muslims engage in stealth behavior, sleeper cells, and taqiyya, which is lying. That somehow Islam condones and accepts that. It has taught the average person in the street that our prophet, peace and blessings be, be upon him, is a pedophile and a sexual deviant. It has taught the public that we Muslims are fed in the milk, in our baby milk, an idea of unwavering jihad against others. If you don't believe me, just do a basic search on just the very recent publications on Islamophobia. Since the Bosnian genocide, not a single week passes without a new Islamophobic book being published. Since the Bosnian genocide, there is a whole cadre of people that make a living doing nothing but vilifying Islam and Muslims. Since the Bosnian genocide, there are very wealthy families that have donated millions and millions of dollars to fund the like of Daniel Pipes and Robert Spencer and Steve Emerson and Hershey Ali and Irshad Manji to teach people that we righteously should be hated. Tons of resources are poured into this industry. So much so that even on the campus of UCLA, we had a visitor, a well-known famous Islamophobe called David Hurwitz, that plastered all over the campus posters vilifying the MSA as a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood, the Muslim Student Association, as a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood, and as anti-Semites. And when the administration took down the posters, they continued to launch a campaign threatening academics and threatening to pressure 
the California legislature to cut off funding to the university because they were not allowed to preach their hate on campus. What I'm saying, brothers and sisters, is that this attack didn't come out of a vacuum. You cannot teach people for years and years to hate someone before eventually some demented soul acts on this hate. I teach a course at UCLA Law on Muslims, race, and law. And in this course, I made an extensive listing of violent attacks against Muslims in the United States and Europe in the past decade alone. Violent attacks in the past decade has increased 600%. Most of the attacks are not even classified as hate crimes within the definition of the law because the law requires certain elements to be fulfilled for it to even be classified as a hate crime. But you and I know the look, know the look that Erasius gives you that communicates volumes of exclusion and marginalization. Islamophobia, brothers and sisters, is a project of subordination. It is driven by political interests, but navigated by immoral idiots. The attack was carried out by an immoral idiot. However, it is the political interests that allowed this person and, he, and his co-conspirators to train for two years, armed them to the helm, and provided a steady drumbeat of hateful language that has made your sons and daughters and my sons and daughters so uncomfortable in school that they often try to conceal the fact that they're Muslim. That has made every Muslim think a million times before they dare pray in public or before anyone notices them doing wudu in a public bathroom. It is a social illness. And it is not a social illness of misunderstanding. It is a social illness of racism. Because Islam, in the Western imagination, has been racialized centuries ago. Muslims were referred to as the Moors, the Saracens, the Turks, sand niggers, towel heads, it's a racial image. It's a racial image that communicates alienation, exclusion, and subordination. This is what is the heart of the attack. You and I know that if this attack was carried by a Muslim, right now, 
talking heads like Spencer and Daniel Pipes and the so many other Islamophobes and neocons would be all over the airwaves pontificating upon what in Islamic systems of belief is behind that attack. All the different ways that this attack is symbolic of some deep rupture within Islamic culture. But the fact that this attack was carried by a white man of Anglo-Saxon background, Christian, becomes a simple psychological deviance. The truth of the matter is, this is the manifesto that the man wrote. It's called The Great Replacement. And I will tell you that it took an intellectual effort by an intellectual culture to produce this ugly manifesto. It is not as intellectually intense as the one produced by Andrew Brevik, which was 600 pages, and which I am sure no Muslim has read, but I did. And the 600 pages builds its intellectual vestiges on the contribution of Daniel Pipes, Robert Spencer, and Stephen Emerson, and the likes, American Islamophobes. And if you read The Great Replacement, you will find the fingerprints of the American Islamophobes clearly within this text. Brothers and sisters, this is not simply an attack. It is a deep social problem. The same ugly problem of racism was I am deeply grateful that we live in a country in which the government, despite Donald Trump, still cares about its citizens to rush to express support to a subjugated, racialized, and dominated minority such as Americans in the West. Muslims have existed in this country at least since slavery. And Muslims were barred from becoming citizens of this country for at least 150 years. And right now, we have the ban the Muslim ban that was upheld by the Supreme Court as constitutional legislation. So the problem existed in the past and the problem exists now. But I'll be honest with you. I don't blame the Islamophobes alone. And I don't blame racism alone. I blame our response to it. We need invested resources 
in the response to Islamophobia. For 20 years, I have been talking about this problem and warning about the coming violence as it's folded. And for 20 years, I have found Muslims doing the same things in the same old ways. We need the wealthy among us to donate millions of dollars, not so our hobbyists and those who work as extracurricular activity in, is in Islamic centers to respond to Islamophobia, but to develop intellectuals or intellects from sociology, anthropology, public policy, communications, political science, to create professional institutions that starts addressing Islamophobia to equal out the great imbalance that currently exists between racist discourse and those who want to counter racist discourse. This is my problem. Pray for the families of the deceased and the wounded. These are trying days for them. They are us. It could have been us, just under slightly different circumstances. Allah knows that part of the reason that this was allowed to happen is that when it comes to anti-terrorism work against Islamic terrorists, law enforcement has a network of surveillance of informants that are very well paid and well, very well monitored. But when it comes to the right wing and their extremists all over the West, law enforcement has nothing like the system of surveillance that they have responding to Islamic terrorism. We should work to correct these situations. May Allah forgive us our sins. Allahumma khfilana, wa'afu anna, warhamna, wahdina la aqraba min haza rashada. Allah forgive us our sins and increase our piety. Allow us to love our enemies even though they teach hate. Allow us to forgive our enemies even though they are unforgiving. And give patience and comfort to the, to the victims of the attack in New Zealand and their families. And heal with the wounded. Wa'akum as-salah.